0: Hey, it's me, Amy Vallejo, with Social Creative Conversations. I'm so glad to have you with us today. Our space explores the women behind many creative brands. We connect through conversation and stories because, as you well know, we are more than just a pretty little tile on a social media platform. We live full lives with the complexities and beauty to share, to learn, and to grow from. And my hope is the sharing of our lives and learnings deepens our connections so much greater. Hey you, I am going to jump in and start this in the most odd way. I've had such a difficult time, uh, cumbersome, so cumbersome and complex to record this one episode. And in so many ways, it ends up being rather symbolic for me because there have been so many things along the last seven months that I have felt like, what is the point of all this? Why did this just happen? I don't understand. This sucks. This makes no sense. Why does it keep happening? Um, And if you follow me on social media, then you probably saw that I have been working on an episode sort of to reintroduce a social creative conversations for 2023 and talk about some of the things that have uh, occurred in my life that I have experienced and that I want to have conversations about going forward. And in doing so, I felt like this was a good starting place and a good framework um and that you'll probably be hearing in conversations and yesterday I sat down and I recorded this thing and I was just so intentional about what I wanted to say and really trying to be very purposeful in um in sharing not oversharing not sensationalizing my story in any way but trying to relay my message and at the end of the day after working so 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 hard I came to the end of the day, clicked on a button, and lost the entire audio recording file. Had that like gut punch nausea that you get when, even after it says it auto saves and you hit save as and you've saved a bajillionth time because you don't want to lose the material, you lose the material. And then you sit there and go, What the hell? Why did that happen? I don't understand. I mean, I, I, I even like I prayed in the morning about like how I wanted to speak and all of these things and just was so intentional. And then in the end, it all gets lost. And so what was that? What was that about? And only today, as I was driving and I was sharing with a friend on Marco Polo about it and how I just like I had to take a lavender bath at the end of the night because I was so bummed. Because I really, like, there were so many tears for me yesterday in, in the episode when I was recording and, and I was sharing why did that all happen? Because I really, I feel like I expressed myself so truthfully. But then I came to realize, well, maybe that was just for me. Maybe that whole audio journaling was therapy for me. Maybe I got to express what I needed to express. I said it out loud. I flushed it out. And I mean, that doesn't mean that it's completed. It doesn't mean that it has reached a point of completion. But I did what I needed to do to have the thoughts, express the feelings, got it out loud. Almost the same as writing it out on a journal. I audio journaled it. And maybe that was the point. Maybe none of you were supposed to hear it. And Whatever comes of the rest of this podcast episode, I don't know what is meant to be heard. The truth, when I was saying I don't want to sensationalize, I want to share my story, but I don't want to sensationalize what's happened to me in the last seven months in any way. Because the truth of the matter is, there are people who have it 10 times worse. There are people who um, have... I mean, I can think of three people off the top of my head, even just right now, who are struggling and in immense pain and suffering and struggling from um, cancer, disease, illness, emotional turmoil and trauma that I have it 10 times worse. There are people that have maybe a lot of similarities to my story who have gone through bits and parts and pieces. And then there are also people who have never gone through specific parts of of what I've gone through or have gone through other things um and maybe there's some similarities and some not the point is we all have different stories we all have unique things that we have experienced and we get to share those experiences with other people so that we can learn we can grow we can teach we can commiserate together and we can feel the feels and walk through the journey and then be able to look back in hindsight, either with it, through it or after it and, and see what the beauty was in all of the mess. As most of you probably know, you know that my style is more to riff in conversation and just sort of go with the flow and feel the feels and say the things um, and then process sort of as we go. But yesterday I wrote notes because there was some purposeful and intentful things that I wanted to say. And of course, I can't find the notes now, knowing that I wanted to re-record some things. I can't find the notes. I am the queen of oddities It's the like, this only happens to you, I can't believe it happened kind of a thing. Anyways, can't find my notes, but I did come across this, this thing that I wrote down when I was in the middle of probably some of the deepest pain. This last summer, I I think I was, it's the second time that I have been super depressed. There was postpartum depression that I had with one child and then this depression, which was sort of the depression that you have when you feel like you've been knocked down so many times and it's a recurrence of knockdowns and you just don't understand. And you're sitting in the deep, deep hole, the pit of pain in your most painful moments. And you also have these little tiny glimmers along your journey you get these tiny little beauty notes, um, examples of joy and beauty, and I wrote this down in my journal, and I came across it today, and I and I'm gonna read it because m- maybe there's purpose in it. I mean, I I came across it. There's got to be a point to this, right? So, God has a habit and pattern of planting moments of paradise in our deepest moments of exile and pain. We have a choice to make about what vision of reality will I choose is most true. Joy and pain, it happens for a reason, etc. I have a life's journey of going through a lot of painful moments. I've had a lot of shitty things happen to me in my lifetime. Whether it was being held up at gunpoint, or a miscarriage, or a brain tumor, a sudden brain tumor that had to have immediate craniotomy surgery, or a another tumor that has come back, your greatest fear, or uh, radiation, or having to be on medication that totally changes your appearance, making you feel like a shell of yourself, or postpartum depression, or whatever it is. I've had a lot. I bet you have too. I've also had a lot of incredible beauty that has surrounded those moments that have acted like moments of paradise in my deepest moments of exile and pain. And this last summer, I tell you what, I sank into deep depression. I lost the former feeling I had, my deepest faith in God and who he was. And I felt angry. I felt frustrated. I felt confused as to why it was happening to me again. I felt mad that he was putting me through all of the loss of freedom. I felt mad that my whole family had to walk it again with me. I felt frustrated during all of that. I also experienced two bike crashes, one of which left me with a a fractured rib, a large contusion on my hip, and a concussion. I mean, a chunk of my helmet coming off, and I feel the pain still from that. Why? Why? I do not understand. When you have given me my freedom back and I'm starting to feel alive again and I'm starting to come back to myself, why are you ripping it away again? I don't understand. And only now as I process things in hindsight and I read back to what I read or wrote or listened to Can I see the beauty that was unfolding and that was tucked in to the crevices that was providing footsteps for me to move forward that was getting me through to another day because I can promise you when I was depressed and during that time I was not praying and when I looked at verses in a Bible I could not see words There was a lot of people praying on my behalf. And that was beauty. And there was a lot of people rallying around me with love in action items, dinners, rides, taking my kids here and there, groceries, all sorts of things. And there were a lot of moments of people affirming me speaking truth to me and there was sunshine and there was walks outside and there was even pike rides that i got to see beauty all around me with not a fall in sight i look back and i see all that beauty and i think there was joy even in the midst of sorrow even in the my worst pain and suffering there was expressions of beauty i wanted to share that because it it's a it's a very big part of what the last couple months was about and a lot of things that i had to almost like come to conclusion on and conclusion that's such a funny word because i'm not really at conclusion on a lot of things when you go through some things over and over, I tend to often think, oh, it's going to be the same way or I've dealt with it once. And so I know how to deal with it again. And um, the truth is, is that each experience is, maybe there's some shared similarities, but it certainly has its own uniqueness. And it own has its own set of things you learn. And it has its own box of mystery and victory and pain and places that you get to see newfound joy. And yes, I am one of those people who believes that there is joy from pain Not just from my own experience, but so many books and authors and speakers and teachers that I've listened to that share, you can't fully know and experience joy until you have fully known and experienced pain and suffering. It's like an explosion of beauty and color. That comes from times where you see the darkest shades. So if you're there. In that same place. Oh hold on. Because I promise you. There is beauty coming. And there are people. Fighting for you. And there are people loving you. And there are people praying for you and thinking of you. I know it. I've felt it. I've walked it. Thanks for being generous with your time. Thank you for being generous with your hearts. Thank you for being generous with your ears. This one was a hard one. Because it made me go back and formulate thoughts and put into words things, fears, anxieties, places where I'm sensitive. But I'm so glad to be able to do that with you. And I'm so glad to walk forward and move on and walk with you in community. So I don't know. That's what I want to talk about going forward. That's what, in some way, the conversations that I have with other women are going to dig in deeper. We're going to share the painful moments. And we're also going to show, share the beauty. Let's go find the beauty that can be found and live out the extraordinary. Thanks for being a part of this conversation. Hello, I am officially dusting off the microphone. It's been so many months and actually I have my eyes closed just to help me because I think we all know fear is a real thing and for some reason having my finger hover over a record button after a really long distance felt almost like I couldn't do it like I didn't know how to do it like I'd forgotten how to talk which is so ridiculous but as you'll hear that's a very big part of why I took such a long break with the Um, with the podcasts and having conversations and if you know me you know that having conversations with other women and digging in is one thing that I love 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 so it was really hard but I have just been going through a journey not on my own with very many people who have walked alongside me but of my own a lot of insecurities um and vulnerabilities and things that really needed to be excavated got done. And that's sort of what trauma does. It makes you face the things that you didn't necessarily want to face that you've stuffed down or they come up out of the blue. So anyways, it's been a long time. It's good to be back. It good, It feels good to just be back into in this little closet space and having my headphones on and just carving out a time to be with you wherever you are, wherever you're listening from. And just thank you. Thank you also to so many people who have followed along with our social creative socials and following along with the journey that I have shared on there. Of course, I've shared some, not all, but if you read the words that I write in any of my posts, they're almost like real life journal entries. So you've gotten a lot along the way and I appreciate all of the DMs and all of the the actionables whether that's real life local hands on deck what can we do's or encouragements over over messages or phone calls yeah people actually still make phone calls I just can't thank you enough for those of you who are now very curious as to what I'm talking about I have been going through a bit of a recovery from a trauma that happened in June of this, of 2022. Last year, I received radiation for a second a tumor that's located in my brain. The radiation was going really well. I was in the last phase of sort of what it was doing. The, the goal was to shrink the tumor so that we didn't have to remove it by uh, surgery. Again, about 10 years ago, I had a much larger tumor um, in a different place and was able to have a craniotomy and have it removed but this one we thought that we could handle with radiation anyways I was in the last part and actually we had just come a couple months before from a really good doctor's appointment saying that everything looks really good you're just in the last phase of it takes about a year for radiation to really kind of do what it's doing and so I was in the last couple months but they also said like in the last couple months that's usually when a lot of these side effects can present themselves um you know and so just sort of be on the lookout but so far so good well um for those people who know me really well they know that the oddest things happen to me and sometimes the things that you never thought this only happens to one in a million or wow this is so rare those things happen to me I am the queen of it accidentally happened, or I can't believe it was you, or of course it was you. Those random things happen to me. I mean, there's other people other people who have had s- symptoms and side effects from radiation. Of course, I'm not uh, carving myself out in any means, but the weird things happen to me is what I mean to say, which makes me always very skeptical. I am a Pessimist, usually by nature, because of the the patterns that have happened to me. So yeah, little pessimistic. Anyways, the point being is, all of the sudden, out of the blue, in on a evening night in June, uh, my husband was out for beers with a couple guys. He comes home, we go to bed, no big deal, and then all of a sudden. I wake up in a like fog, almost as if I'm a fly on the wall looking down on my husband and I in bed and I am seeing him hold my body, which is convulsing and I can't say a word. I can't move, I mean willingly, like I can't move my limbs, however they are convulsing. And I see him panicking and really freaked out. And it actually just talking about it just like runs me bare because to watch someone panic in a way that they feel like they can help you, but they don't know how to help you and like you're losing your life um, is such a surreal thing. And I watched him totally freak out and, you know, Amy, Amy, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like say something, move, do something. And then he called 911 in a panic and I can hear him on the phone with the operator. It sounds like she's having a seizure. I can kind of hear in the background. I was uh, foaming and kind of sloshing and had stuff coming out of my mouth and she could hear almost like this shh, 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 like um, this like shushing sound that I was making with my breathing patterns. So she walked Jake through like what to do next and had the ambulance sent on the way. The ambulance came and they were there for a while. I ended up leaving in the ambulance. Jake stayed home with the kids. I went off to a hospital and as we were on the hospital ride, I had another seizure and these seizures were, um, I could feel it coming into my body. My body completely like seized up I felt my fists clench and I curled up into a ball and I rolled over onto my right side and I could see my reflection in the fire extinguisher like the glass that the fire extinguisher was within this little box and I could see my reflection and my ears were hot and I couldn't say a word I couldn't speak All I could hear is the ambulance crew and EMTs noticing that I was having another seizure and the EMT with me grabbing my arm and, you know, checking in, Amy, are you okay? Are you okay? And feeling that urgency as well and telling the driver to get there. And I mean, just that whole swirl, me, myself, not having the ability, feeling the stress of all of that and not having the ability to say any words or do anything such a such a surreal moment but then I passed out and the next thing I know I wake up in the uh, emergency room and I have a whole crew of doctors hovering over top of me asking me do you know your name you know do you know where you are do you know what's happening to you Um, and again still not being able to say anything and they wheel me in and they're attaching cords to me and then all of a sudden knowing that I I feel like I'm going to be having another one. And I had uh, another seizure and then totally passed out, woke up in a new place in the hospital. The whole series, the whole night was such a a crazy time going in for an MRI and and doing all that. Anyways, the point is I was back in the uh, hospital. I was in intensive care it totally disrupted our lifestyle it totally disrupted our family schedule it totally disrupted my partner's you know work routine R- routines were stressed it it disrupted so many areas in our life and meant that for the next couple months it was we were back to the doctor's schedules and figuring out what to do and I mean, there was trauma, depression, loss, loss of control on so many areas, job, freedom, insecurity, anxiety. I had deep anxiety over speech. So many things were changed. And with the brain trauma that I went through, there was actual damage that was done to the tissue. And so it affected the way that I spoke. And I chose not to go to uh, speech therapy, but I was suggested to go because in so many cases, it felt like it was that feeling that you have when you have so many words in your head that you want to get out, but they sit on the tip of your tongue and you don't know how to get them out. And when they do come out, they're staggered and they feel broken and fragmented And so many times I would have conversations with people and think, do they understand what I'm talking about? Does this make sense? Did what I was thinking in my head come out of my mouth the right way? Do I just sound like a lunatic? Like, do I just, do I sound like I'm making any sense? No, I sound super unintelligent. I sound, you know, like a child that's learning how to talk again. The later that it would get and the more tired that my brain or my mouth would get or my speech would get, I would stutter. I would have a really hard time getting thoughts to come out in a very fluid manner. And so, of course, the thought of having a podcast or getting back into having conversations Whether it was through a podcast or whether it was in person or so much or uh, uh, doing a live on Instagram or any kind of in person was terrifying. And And I absolutely backed away from it. So many insecurities in that. My body changed. Listen, for those of you who have gone through steroid treatment, there are some that have gone through a steroid treatment for like long term steroids. That is a whole other ordeal. I mean, I could have a whole conversation, a whole podcast on how debilitating uh, being on a treatment like that is totally changed my body overnight. I basically had to pack up all of my clothes and put them into a bin Uh, this summer. Thank goodness for sunny weather. I was in a couple of sundresses, primarily. Every day that went by was another day that that shirt doesn't fit or that skirt doesn't fit or those shorts don't fit, those shoes don't fit. It was every day felt like losing a bit of myself, of who I knew I was losing that person. And when I looked in the mirror, I didn't recognize who I saw. And that is so hard when you feel like you don't know yourself or don't recognize yourself because you look like someone totally different. I mean, these are all hard pains and times of suffering that also ended up producing bits of joy and also, oh my gosh, like reaped harvest in many ways because it kind of cracked open a lot in me and it cracked open. And like I said, at the beginning I started excavating some of the wrongful places that maybe I had perceptions or um, places in my childhood that I grew up uh, being shaped by and um, or seeing modeled in my own childhood that formed the way that I thought of things for myself. Body image, you know, we all know that body image doesn't matter. I could look at you straight in the face and say, I could care less about how you look. It is not about that. It is not about how you look. It is about who you are. It is about your character. It is about your values. But when something happens, when it happens to you and you are faced with that, And you have to say the hard things and truly, truly live out what you believe. Gosh, that's a, there was a, there was a mountain that I could not get over. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, this summer I, I dealt with a lot of depression and I pulled away. And I'm okay with, being pull- with pulling away. There was reason to do that for me. I love being with people uh, for the reason of engaging relationship and establishing and connecting with people. But there's also a time that you just pull back and work on self. And I was doing a lot of work on self. There was a lot of working through new rhythms. We had to get through my husband taking me places and... Things like not having a car or not having the ability to drive was really, really hard. I had to depend on other people. And we've done an episode before on helpers. Um, And it's funny that here I am, I was back in the same situation, having to accept help, having to ask for help. I mean, really in so many ways. Can't go to the grocery store. Can't take my kids to baseball practice can't drive here and there and so many people stepped up to the plate so willingly and putting even plans together of like every Friday I'm gonna take you to wherever you need to go you need to do a return at Target I'll take you there you need to go get bananas at the grocery store we'll go there the willingness to just say I'm giving you an hour of my time and I'm driving you wherever you need to go I mean, I got to see it even in our social creative community, a gal who has come to a couple of our experiences happens to live in my neighborhood and was like, Hey, if you ever need to go anywhere, let me know. And let me tell you, that is like one of those things where it's such an awkward thing because you want to say, oh my gosh, yes, please, I do. I need, I need someone to take me somewhere. But you don't want to inconvenience anybody and you don't want to be that person who's like, yeah, can you do a super inconvenient thing and take me over to Fred Meyer so I can get dirty bags of compost and we can put it in your nice car and then drop me off and then I'm going to put those dirty bags of compost in your car and then you can pick me up and then you'll drive me back and it's going to be easy peasy just like that. And of course, she was like, no, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Like, I'm giving you my time. I want to help. And I think everyone who says that genuinely wants to help. People want to help. It's it's a matter of the people who are on the other side who need the help, both accepting it and being grateful and just saying thank you I appreciate that and not feeling like we have to give excuses of like I'm so sorry you know I know this sucks for you I know this is like the point is I got through it and I'm finally sort of working out a lot of those I'm working through a lot of those walls of trauma I'm working through my own, um, understandings and insecurities of the way I see my body feeling comfortable despite the way that my body looks, knowing that it is not my, my friend called it my meat suit. That's not who I am. That's just the skin that's on my body. And I'm going to share in a later episode, I'm going to share a story about the naked spa because it's such a good example for anyone who's gone to a a Korean spa or a spa where you actually get naked with the other, you know, people of the same gender. Um, Or I don't know, maybe there's mixed gender. If you've been to a nude beach before, It can be such a freeing thing because you really do come to the understanding and knowledge and the living alive part that it really doesn't matter how we look. Everyone has different bodies and different body images and different types. And there is like this, I mean, it is like a cool water freedom that comes over you when you experience that so anyways that's what I'm trying to get back to that's my own therapy so I'm 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 in the process of therapy of going through all of these things and really understanding what beauty is really understanding um, all of those things there were a lot of things this summer that I had to work through and really regain the confidence in and this place and this space is one of them I had to feel confident in myself. I had to shed any fear or any insecurity or any, do I sound stupid? Do I make sense? Because I am good at what I do. I love to talk to people. I love to share stories. I love to find out about other women who are doing incredible things, who are breaking through glass ceilings, who are discovering things about themselves that make what they do even more substantial. I love getting to the nitty gritty and problem solving and listening and hearing And bantering. I love all of that. And this place and space is another opportunity for me to do that. And it is also a place to be quite candid to continue therapy. When I get to share my story with other people and they in turn get to speak theirs to me, that is therapy. That is healing. That's a part of the healing process. And I miss it. And I want to do it more. So here I am. I'm reopening social creative conversations. I'm going to see how it goes. I have a long list of people that I want you to know about. I want to share their stories. This is going to be a place that we see it all. And oh my word, it might not be pretty all the time. And there may be flaws and I may stutter and I may not make sense at many, many times through this whole thing. But I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up for me and I'm going to show up for the conversation. I'm going to show up for them and I'm going to show up for you to just be real. I'm just an ordinary person. I'm just an ordinary person who maybe gets to do some extraordinary things just by doing daily life. So I look forward to you joining me and let's have some fun. There's some things like beauty and self-esteem and body image that I want to tap into for young women and middle-aged women who are going through the menopause and all the things and elder women who have the vats of wisdom to pass on I want to talk to different cultures and ethnicities and body types and just everybody so we're going to tap into some specific areas and I look forward to doing that with you thank you for listening and thanks for letting me take up your time and uh we'll see where this new season and this new journey takes us